0: Hey, everyone, you're listening to the Lady with the Tiny Kitchen podcast, a biweekly connection covering all things to help you meet your nutrition and wellness goals and have a bit of fun along the journey. Let's get started. I feel like we all just needed to take a collective deep breath together. This week has been crazy. So at the time of this recording, which is Thursday evening, November the 5th, we are still in the midst of one of the craziest elections I can remember. This has just been crazy. It's been crazy, y'all. I'm on pins and needles and I'm definitely feeling anxious. So to keep me distracted, I'm going to get back to creating. This episode is going to focus on tips to eat well on a budget. And I'm happy to share all of my tips and tricks with you on how I keep my grocery bill exceptionally low for how well I eat. Um, But before we get into that, I did wanna spend a bit of time on why this is so important, especially for communities of color or communities that are deemed to be of lower socioeconomics. So this election, this presidential election, especially with what we've seen over the past four years, my God, um, is incredibly important. But when you think about, your everyday access to resources that you need, basic necessities, which I would say healthy food is a basic necessity and a basic right. This is really determined by your local government. You think about your governor, your senator, your congressman. They're really making the decisions on how easy it is for us to access a grocery store, right? And a grocery store with healthier options. What do I mean by easy? That literally means if you got off your couch had no access to a car, and had to walk six blocks or a mile, that you would quickly be able to get to fresh produce. And even as neighborhoods change over time through a process that we've all come to know as gentrification or new money and higher income residents moving into a neighborhood, healthier grocery stores may start to come into the neighborhood, but they are not offering foods at affordable prices. And then you start to have residents who built these neighborhoods get displaced and they start to experience what we now know as food apartheid. So what does all of this mean and what does this look like day to day? So I am currently in Los Angeles. Um, the average household income here is $62,000. I know everyone is saying how <laughs> is anybody living in LA on 62 grand? It happens, you budget and you make it work. But if you think about the average household that's shopping at Whole Foods, their income is 95000 a year. And a, a lot of people do not make anywhere near that. So that makes these healthy food options, even though they are available in your neighborhood, out of reach. They're inaccessible and they're unaffordable. And this isn't just the case in L.A. You think Harlem, Brooklyn, Oakland, neighborhoods in South Seattle, D.C. and Philly are all facing the same challenges. So the first tip is to vote and to vote local. So the presidential race, especially in 2020, is unprecedented and it is incredibly important. But your mayor, your representative for your congressional district, senators, governors have the most power over how easily you can access affordable and healthy foods. So please make sure that your voice is heard and vote local. Okay, let's talk grocery shopping, your weekly or monthly trip to your local grocery store chain. I always hear healthy food is so expensive to buy. I'd rather just get the cheaper option. And healthy food is expensive if you buy it prepared. So remember the hot bar at Whole Foods before the pandemic or those $15 smoothies are acai bowls. I'm in LA, so yes, they do exist and they are on every corner. Those are what are gonna drain your budget the quickest. But if you're focused on meal prepping, buying those raw and organic ingredients are actually pretty reasonable. So if you think about the grocery store, think about shopping the racetrack and not the maze. What on earth does that mean? So the outer loop of the store or the racetrack is where you'll typically find fruits and veggies, meats, dairy or dairy alternatives, as well as the bulk bins that will have legumes and whole grains. And these are typically much, 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 much cheaper by the serving than if you get items in the maze or the middle aisles, which includes your processed foods and prepared meals. I fully understand that meal prepping feels Like a chore, but in the end, it will save you um, a lot more money within your budget. And you can always just throw on a cool playlist. Um, Right now, I love Spotify Coffee Soul, and I've been using that to meal prep on Sundays. Another thing to consider um, though, I know it's tough, I don't live in a large space at all. And I know it's really hard if you have a tiny kitchen, um, but bulk buys is also a good way to save money, um, especially for. Freezer essentials, so your frozen broccolis or your smoothie mixes, you can get um, for actually a much more affordable price than if you get all of your produce fresh. So that's actually something that's really good to stock up on, probably just a couple times a year for your next trip to Costco or to Sam's Club. My last two tips are my favorite, so I feel like I should have started with these two gems, but. Tip number four is checking with your discount grocery store. So I don't feel like this is a place where you can do all of your grocery shopping, but I think it's great maybe every two or three months to stock up on some of those essentials. How do these great items get to these stores? So if you think about the amount of food waste in this country every year, it's it's crazy. It's 70 to 80 billion pounds of food every single year, which is mind boggling when you think about how many people in this country go to bed hungry every night. But before the food makes its way to the landfills, many of these health food brands will actually sell overflow or excess inventory to discount grocery stores. So it's in perfectly good shape. It's not expired. And these stores are really gems. Like if you like organic cooking oils, you need pantry essentials, um, dairy or milk alternatives, you can get a huge discount at these stores. Um, Or if you're looking for frozen fruits and vegetables, but you don't want the huge, huge portions that you may get at clubs like Costco, then places like Grocery Outlet or Aldi are perfect for these. And lastly, ethnic grocery stores, these are the gift that keep on giving. They are typically local, minority-owned small businesses, and I remember at the beginning of the pandemic when all the larger grocery stores looked like a scene from The Purge and you had people in the aisles fighting for toilet paper, a lot of these smaller stores still had fully stocked shelves with fresh produce amazing spices. I am not a fan of grocery store spices. They're too expensive. Um, so fresh spices that you can get in bulk and high quality meat at a fraction of the price. A lot of the meat that you will find at these stores, especially halal markets has been grass fed. So you're getting great quality at a fraction of the price from what you would pay somewhere like Whole Foods. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you found this episode helpful, especially during our current economic climate and the uncertainty that we face as each and every vote is counted over the next couple of days, maybe weeks, but I hope next couple of days. Um, so I hope these tips help you to stay naturally well, but also remember to pray, breathe, meditate, get outside safely as you can, um, and just take good care of yourself. For additional tips to stay naturally well, please visit tinykitchenlady.com or tinykitchenlady on Instagram. The best is yet to come, so please stay tuned and goodbye for now.